I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily community meditation, where today we're talking about the concepts of cherishing versus rejecting. So cherishing, this idea of cherishing, is an important concept in our program, the Abundant Life Blueprint, that we talk about quite a bit. I went through a time where God was showing me that I needed to develop understanding. And this, this word, understanding, it was understanding His grace. And the word understanding and cherish are often linked together in the Bible. To cherish something is to to highly prize it, to value it, to honor it. And I came across something recently. It was talking about the words cherish and reject. They're actually antonyms or opposites of each other. And I had never thought of it that way. But when we cherish something, we we truly treasure it and value it versus rejecting it. And so we're going to be asking God for wisdom and insight into this today. Just the importance of this concept of cherishing when it comes to God, His Word, the things of God, but also the people in our life. People are the treasure. The treasure of heaven is people. And cherishing God, cherishing people, rather than rejecting. And so we're going to be asking for wisdom and understanding of this today. Helping us to walk in this the way he intended. But let's get started with prayer. And then we'll get into our daily filters and our time of communion after that. Heavenly Father, I pray for everybody who's watching or listening. Their families, their friends, everybody connected to them. And all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light into the kingdom of your dear son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. And I thank you that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us, and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe, the same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body. The fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us. And to make your face shine upon us, let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive everything you've given us in Christ. And to let it flow through us so that we do good. And are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today and help us be sensitive to those opportunities and make the most of them today. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes and do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, let's go through our filters for today. So today is, what is it, October 27th today, 2022. 
These filters are short things that I write at the top of my journal every night as a way to stay in rhythm with God, as a way to stay in step with him. They also serve to help me filter my decision making. Give me little nudges back right on track, hopefully if I ever get off track. And I like to start with the big picture vision. For me personally, that's Abundant Life Training Centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. Our program, the Abundant Life Blueprint, it started about 10 years ago when Proverbs 13.22 changed the course of my whole life. It says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse inspired me to start creating manuals and lessons and teaching for all the different areas of life. Areas like purpose and health and family and finances, order, time, and community. But when I got started, I had no clue where to start. So I began to seek after God, began to totally immerse myself in the things of God. And he began to show up. He began to teach me. He began to train me. He was so faithful. And he taught me this whole new way to live. Completely different way to operate my life. But we make him the source of everything. We learn how to rest and trust in him. We learn how to walk in the light as he is in the light. And when we walk in the light, we have fellowship with God, fellowship with one another. And we're walking in faith. We're walking in love, in humility, in thankfulness, in all circumstances, in forgiveness. Learning how to walk in his ways. Now, it wasn't always easy all the time. Learning a new way to live meant I had to unlearn some things, to let go of some old patterns and to learn how to walk out this new way of living. I just began to document what God was taking me through and the things that I was learning. And it turned into a series of books and courses and blueprints and now partners that we have called the Abundant Life Blueprint. And the goal is to take these blueprints and build abundant life training centers all over the world that are implementing these blueprints. Thriving communities of people working together making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And this year, our filter for 2022 has been the year of the beautiful land. In the Old Testament, God promised to give the people the best and most beautiful land in the entire world as their inheritance. And that's symbolic for us of this rich inheritance that we have in Christ, the promised land, all of these promises that we have in Christ. And this year, God's been teaching us to possess those promises, to walk in them, and to keep them. By filling up the basket of praise. We've talked about the example of two baskets on a balancing scale. On one side, you got a basket full of the issues and the problems that we face. And we could fill that basket up with venting and complaining and pouting, stress, worry, frustration, toiling away in our mind trying to figure everything out. Or we could throw those problems into that basket. We could cast those cares over onto God. And then we can turn around and we can start filling up this other basket, the basket of praise. Praising God for who he is. That he's our healer. He's our provider. He's more than enough. He's the God of all grace, the God of all comfort, the God of all peace. He's an ever-present help. He's our source of joy. He makes us righteous and holy and perfect. He's the same. He never changes. And we can praise him for all these promises that we have in Christ. Because for whatever problem we're facing, there's probably a promise about that problem. And we can start praising him and thanking him for those promises. And we can praise him for all that he's done for us personally in our lives. Just taking some time to look back. What has God done for us in our lives already? And praising him for those things. And as we do, that helps us to walk in those promises and to keep them. 
And then this month in October of 2022, our filter has been understanding the times. In 1 Chronicles 12, it says the people of Issachar, they had understanding of the times. And because of that, they knew what to do. They knew the best course of action for Israel to take. And it's a principle we teach in our program, is that understanding leads to knowledge. When you understand something, it means you understand the reality underneath it all. You understand how it all fits together. It helps you to know what to do in any circumstance. Because times are changing constantly. The right thing to do a year ago might not be the right thing to do today. And as we have understanding, it helps us to know what to do. And I believe the most important thing for us to understand is God's grace. Colossians 1.6 says the gospel bears fruit in our lives. Ever since the day we understood God's grace, it's understanding, as we're going to talk about today, that God cherishes us as the apple of his eye. He cherishes us. He doesn't reject us. He cherishes us. He's given us this covenant of grace. Even when we've missed it, even when we've fallen short, he keeps working for our good. The Bible tells us even when we were enemies of God in our own minds, he sent us his son to die for our sins. If that's not grace, I don't know what is. And we get this mindset sometimes that when we miss it or we fall short, God stops working for our good. It's understanding. He's working continually for our good in this new covenant. And this week, as we go around the yearly cycle, our filter has been the miracle transfer. Think of the yearly cycle or circle of a year, like a 360-degree view of who God is and all that he's done for us in Christ. Different times of the year just give us different reminders, give us different glimpses of who he is. And right now in late October, this is a time of year where I found that God often initiates miracle transfers, gifts from above things that we could never make happen on our own. He often opens doors during this time to the next level. He just begins to make things happen. And as we're doing this, it's important to remember that these miracle transfers, they are a gift of his grace because he cherishes us as the apple of his eye. He sees us in Christ, not who we are, not all the ways we've missed it and messed up. Like I said, we get this mindset sometimes that God's withholding things from us. Maybe he doesn't want to talk to us. He's angry with us. But it's not the case. He doesn't reject us. He'll never leave us or forsake us. He cherishes us. And then we got to learn how to let that flow through us. we got to learn how to receive that from him. And as we do that, it's his grace. It's his grace, him doing good for us, even when we don't deserve it, that actually changes our hearts. And it gives us the power to do the same for others. To learn how to walk in this cherishing love of other people, rather than rejecting them or turning away from them, learning how to cherish, just like God has cherished us. And so, Heavenly Father, we are just so grateful that you chose us. We'd all missed it. We'd all gone astray. And you laid upon Jesus the sins and the iniquities of us all. And by his stripes, we've been healed. And if you would do that, how would you not graciously and freely Give us all things richly to enjoy. Jesus was crushed. He was destroyed by you, smitten by you, so that we could be right and holy and perfect in your sight. Jesus was rejected by his own people, so that we could be cherished by you. And you raised him up from the dead, and you seated him at your right hand. 
And you raised us up together with him. And you made us sit together with him. You made us one. And communion is supposed to be a, a remembrance of our union with you. Being united, being made one with you. A time to celebrate that today. And remember that. And so, Father, I thank you for this bread and all that it represents. And I ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have a bread, you can take your bread. So then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. Do this in remembrance of me. It's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness. Transfers us into the light. His blood washes us and cleanses us. Gives us this fresh start in life today. We get to walk out this day today connected with God in partnership with him. So, Father, we thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your, your juice, you can take your juice. Just thinking of a scripture coming to mind. Normally, after our time of communion, we talk about some health and fitness tips. Because I truly believe physical exercise is meant to teach us how to exercise our faith. I feel like the world has taught us so many things that are not true about physical exercise. One of those being the harsh treatment of the body. There's scriptures, I forget the reference for them right now. They talk about the world promotes this harsh treatment of the body. But think about Jesus. He nourishes, he cares for his body. Because it takes a gentle approach with it. And we have to learn how to take that same approach in our health and fitness. It's often some relearning that we have to do in that area. But I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to be a part of what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.